0: Spice up your life with me, Health Chef Julia, as I set out on the journey of what is healthy. In each episode, we'll explore the different meanings of healthy. For some, healthy means indulging in something decadent and delicious. For others, it's a mental health day and a good workout. There's more to health than just food. It's about living well, enjoying your life, and having fun. Haven't you heard? Redheads do it best. Come with me, and we'll find out just what healthy is. Welcome to a new podcast of What is Healthy, podcast where we share every hack to get a healthier, more sustainable lifestyle. I'm Chef Julia, and today we'll be talking to Leah Silberman. It's great to have you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: Can you give the audience a little spiel on who you are and what you do, um, and then we'll go from there? Yes, absolutely. So I am a
1: registered dietitian, and I am practicing at Well House Health which we actually launched a little over a year ago. And it is a subsidiary of a private medical practice in Manhattan. So it's its own health and wellness division. And I'm the leading dietitian there. Um, But we work in conjunction with the medical practitioners, which is great because I have access to some of the most incredible and brilliant doctors, nurses, PAs, um, and we just kind of are able to work
0: together on client cases. And yeah, that's in a nutshell. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, So I like to start every podcast with asking like, what is healthy to you? Because everybody has a different take and a different um, idea of what healthy is. And I, I think that people sometimes get pigeonholed into what healthy is and do unhealthy things because they think it's healthy. Um, So you're a dietician, you probably know best. So what is healthy to you? So I can answer this question in, in two buckets. The first one is more
1: related to actual health and nutrition. And the second one is more related to the mindset around it. So first off, um, my approach in general, what is healthy to me, um, I'm very much all about whole foods, real foods, natural foods, incorporating foods that you can buy at the grocery store that don't have these lengthy ingredient lists. Um, You know, if you go through the produce aisle, there's no ingredient list you're buying spinach, bananas, whatever the fruit or vegetable is. So I'm very much about like going back to basics, eating real natural foods, um, eliminating the processed junk that's cluttered in so many of our cabinets, shelves and
0: shelves of grocery stores. I feel like people get triggered by uh, name, like things on the box and they never actually look at the ingredients lists. And figure out they can't pronounce it.
1: <laughs> totally. Or they'll see buzz nutrition words like gluten-free, cholesterol-free, and get excited and go for that product without actually reading the nutrition label. And if you just turn it around, you'll see often these foods are loaded with unhealthy additives, ingredients like you know fillers, junks, colorings, things that if you knew were in the product, you probably would not go for it. Uh, so part one of my philosophy is again, back to basics and actually maximizing the nutrition, the quality of your diet, not just the quantity and how much you're eating. Um, and then the second, uh, I guess bucket is about the mindset and a quote that I've kind of always lived by is everything in moderation, including moderation. Um, I'm sure you've probably heard that one before, and I think that often people can get, I mean, there's just so much out there, articles, social media about food, health, nutrition, and body image. And I think that people can get really caught up in an unhealthy way.
0: Yes, very much so.
1: And you have to remember that this is life. Food is meant to be enjoyed. It's a part of, you know.
0: Yes, it is meant to be enjoyed.
1: I love that. It really is. And to get so wrapped up in food as a number or counting calories or obsessing the last meal that you ate, it's just no way to live. Uh, so- Everything in moderation, including
0: moderation. Got to enjoy your life. I love that. Um, okay, so I think some people might not exactly know what a dietitian is or what you do specifically. Um, could you elaborate more on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a registered dietitian has gone through a very specific credentialing process. Um, I, I personally did my undergraduate work in nutrition, which you don't, not everybody does of course, but I did that. And then I immediately went to my master's program at NYU, which again, the master's is not required, but, um, it was something I did in conjunction with my dietetic internship, which is required to become a registered dietitian. And then I passed, passed a national exam to allow me to become a registered dietitian. So versus a nutritionist, for example, or the term nutritionist, there's no real credentialing required, not, you know, there's room for everyone, by the way. Um, but that is the definition of a dietitian, um, versus anything else in the health and wellness space. I'll meet with clients one-on-one to help them reach their health goals. So it can be anything from weight loss, weight gain to diet cleanup. Someone who knows maybe they haven't been having the healthiest food practices lately, especially during COVID, definitely getting a lot of that.
0: Do you go into people's homes and do like a, like a pantry clean out or no, just like all virtual?
1: Really once upon a time I used to do that, but, but, um, and I love doing it. It's so much fun, but with the pandemic, it's, it's not an option. And honestly, like it's, I, the time doesn't allow for it these days. Um, but I, I work with them one-on-one and right now everything's remote. Um, normally I do have an office in Manhattan on 51st and third, um, in the medical offices of Manhattan, uh, Office there, but right now everything's virtual. And yeah, I'm working with clients to help them reach their health goals, whether, like I said, it's weight loss, weight gain. Um, maybe we're working to prevent a certain chronic disease from occurring, someone who has a strong family f- history of heart disease or cancer um, or whatever the situation may be. Uh, sometimes I'm managing chronic illnesses or acute illnesses with dietary intervention um, to mitigate symptoms, let's say. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I'm working to do. Clients will sign up and there's a whole process we go through. I create a sample meal plan for them. And then we have follow-up sessions to really help hold them accountable. And in a
0: nutshell, that's kind of like the work that I'm doing on the day-to-day. Are you pro or against or like ish about vitamins? So
1: I I, I'm pro vitamins, but I'm all about get everything from your diet first. So your diet is kind of like your first line of defense, so to speak against a deficiency and then vitamins are your insurance policy. So I hate when someone comes in and is like, whatever, I'm just going to take my multivitamin and then I'll supplement with vitamin D and vitamin
0: B. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Let's talk about my food. Like your multivitamin already has that. Like you're just, I mean, like people overtake all these vitamins. They don't realize they're usually just like passing them through going to the bathroom. Like they're not actually being ingested. Pro- like,
1: Yes, 100%. And also, I don't like the mindset of someone who views vitamins as the means to get all of their vitamins and minerals and vitamin supplements, I mean, to get all their vitamins and minerals, because they're missing out on opportunities to get that from their diet. And just using my own clinical two cents, I really do think there's something about the synergistic effect of vitamins and minerals coming from real foods versus taking them in the synthetic vitamin pill form.
0: I absolutely agree.
1: Yeah. Like, think about it. You, you eat a salad with spinach and vegetables, peppers, whatever else you throw in there. And you're not just getting like those isolated specific vitamins. You're getting the antioxidants you're getting fiber, exactly fiber, whatever nutrient profile that specific
0: fruit or vegetable
1: contains. It's a missed opportunity to just rely solely on the vitamins or mineral supplements.
0: Yes. Agreed. Um, going into that, because like, how would you describe your relationship with food?
1: I actually think that I have a, a great, strong and healthy relationship which, with food, which I feel really grateful to have, because especially being in the space, I know that it can, like a lot of things can be triggers for people. Um, I think the re- my reason for entering the health and wellness space to begin with um, is unique in the sense that, I, I guess I'll give you this little story. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs>
1: um, so interestingly, what kind of led me to the space is when I was in middle school, a friend's father passed away and like out of nowhere. And I'm not sure if they just didn't really tell us what happened or, you know, I don't know what accurate information I actually had at the time. But I remember being so freaked out. It was my first experience with death with someone that I knew. And I remember being so freaked out that you could just die at any given moment from some condition that you didn't even know you had. So I started doing, I don't even think like, I don't know if Google was even around that. It wasn't, it was whatever search engine was there. And I started like, like ask Jeeves, <laughs> literally ask Jeeves. yeah. And I So I asked Jeeves all of these questions and I made myself like a medical encyclopedia. And there was a one-liner I remember at the end of like each condition that I researched. And it was like having a diet filled with fruits and vegetables and this and that can help prevent condition X, can help prevent condition Y. So I became obsessed with prevention and started reading about like herbs and plants. And I remember when my mom used to make like steamed vegetables for dinner, I would have her set aside the water that the vegetables were steamed in that had all of the nutrients drained out. And I would drink that separately. Like I just became obsessed with how As a,
0: how old were you doing that? Middle school, like I have no idea. I was young. Like what middle schooler is like sipping on like vegetable broth basically? (laughs) Zero and it would
1: tasted so bad, but I knew that the nutrients a lot of them, you know, drained into that water. So I wanted to maximize my health. And I would just do I became obsessed with like drinking tea and eating vegetables and not in a not in an unhealthy way for my weight, just obsessed with getting nutrition. And realizing that you know different cooking methods lend itself to different levels of certain nutrients, and that was kind of like what what made me enter the space to begin with is prevention. So, being that my mindset has always been about prevention versus anything else, I think that I'm lucky that I do have a great relationship with food, and I really look at my diet. I don't want to say on the day to day because I do have my days. Don't get me wrong, where I'm not eating as well. Yeah. Um, but I really look at food as like, how can I maximize nutrition in each meal or
0: snack? I love that. I think that more people need to think about that versus the weight, uh, weight loss mindset or a restrictive mindset. Like, I feel like we're, I never understand the people who say they forget to eat because all I do is think about food. But I also don't understand the people that are so meticulous with um, controlling what they eat. Like, I feel like they're missing the pleasure of it. It should be somewhere in the middle. A hundred percent. And honestly, I, I think food should be
1: 100% a pleasurable experience, except for a few ingredients that I add into my smoothies that are not. <laughs> um, but otherwise, you know, everyone, again, it's food is just such an important part of life about enjoying life. Um, and that restrictive mindset can be dangerous. But I also think that it can be a behavioral issue for a lot of people and that is its own situation to work through. I was just gonna say it, um, it's, I think it's a mindset when people do become obsessive or restrictive like that, that they don't like choose to have. And I think that, again, that's why it's something that really needs to be worked through from a, from a behavioral standpoint. Cause I don't think anyone wakes up and says like, today I wanna be super restrictive and I want to count everything
0: and think about it all day. Is there someone in like the wellness nutrition space that like is your go-to for advice? Or like, you know, is there someone that you stalk in that realm on Instagram that you're like, I need I like follow everything this person says? I love Dr. Mark Hyman. I listen to his podcasts
1: and I I listen to what he says <laughs> often. And honestly, like my little group of dietitian friends that I have formed, um, They're incredible women, and I love running things by them and having them as a soundboard. So
0: I'm lucky. That's so true. Like, everybody needs a soundboard of people that are in, like, the same or similar space. And I I love that about New York because I've noticed that, like, there are plenty of chefs. There are, like, plenty of dietitians, There are all the things, but... There is also plenty of people, so no one is ever competing with each other. It's more like um, a soundboard or like, uh, you know, uh, uh, share your resources. What nutritional recommendations would you make for vegetarians or vegans? Um,
1: I mean, probably the biggest thing you can probably guess is getting adequate protein. So looking at someone's diet, making sure that they're getting enough vegan sources, Um, maybe they're actually supplementing like the synthetic supplements, um, if they're not getting uh, what you would normally get primarily from animal foods. And that's something that obviously vegans or vegetarians might be lacking. Um, But again, there's no one size fits all approach, so I would have to look at someone's diet intake and really see what they're doing on the day to day and what they might be missing.
0: Is there like one nutrition thing that's like very general, but you like say to every client and that you do on a daily basis?
1: Yeah. So aside from my whole philosophy about maximizing nutrition and, you know, how can they make each meal or snack like the most nutritious that it can possibly be? um, I feel like you're looking for more of like a little tidbit. So I, I really, really to most clients, I recommend a turmeric supplement turmeric is, as you know, uh, it is a spice. So it's not a vitamin, it's not a mineral. Um, and it has incredible antioxidant capacity. And when it's, uh, consumed in conjunction with black pepper, which is often in the supplement itself, um, it increases its ability to be absorbed. So it's bioavailable. Um, so I really, it's curriculum, curriculum, uh, curcumin. I I know it. I like see it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's something that I do recommend to a lot of my clients just to incorporate another means of anti-inflammatory antioxidants.
0: into. And how much, like, what's the dosage that you would do daily?
1: Ah, you know what? I can't tell you the exact like milligram quantity. I want to say it's a little over a thousand, but this, the brand that I like to take, I know it's three, uh, pills a day is one serving. Um, and you know, you don't even have to take all three if you really don't want to. I'm happy for anyone just to be getting exposure in some capacity. So if they want two that's totally fine as well do you have a favorite food oh that's a really hard one
0: no I really don't have a favorite food I like so many foods before like I ask everyone this question and I think it's so interesting because everybody is like so different but if this was your last day on earth what would your last meal be appetizer entree dessert can be from anywhere can be anything but you have to think on the spot <laughs> yeah oh my god I hate thinking on the spot
1: um, I would probably, I know this is so weird, but maybe my appetizer would be a whole wheat toasted bagel with cream cheese from Mur- from Murray's bagels in New York. Ah, uh, it might be, this is really hard. <laughs> Slices of Ruby Rosa pizza. Yes. The tie dye one, um, the vodka pizza. Oh, okay. It's so good. We definitely need to get that in there. Um, If I could really have it my way, I might do a caviar hand roll from Uchu, which is a restaurant in Manhattan. You have it your way. You have it. It's the last day on earth. You can do whatever you want. Um, And then for dessert, salted caramel Van Leeuwen ice cream Mm. with really cold raspberries on the side. I just love cold raspberries.
0: Okay. I, I agree. Like raspberries room temp are not as good as cold. No, you need them cold. Yeah, blueberries
1: too. I agree with that. Cold blue- Yeah. Honestly, cold berries, cold berries. I
0: agree. Where can people find more information about you, contact you, all of the things? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, my or our website rather is wellhousehealth.com and it spells W E L L H A U S. Like a German house, wellhousehealth.com. So, yeah, you can check out the site. There's a way to contact me through there. You can also make an actual if you are interested in services, you can schedule an appointment or a free consult with me through the website there. So that's probably best. Um, Instagram Wellhouse
0: Health. Uh, well, House Health is the hands handle. And yeah, that's the best way. OK. Do you have any new projects ahead or anything That you want to share? We have
1: lots of new um, content coming from the wellhouse sector. So
0: stay tuned. You can find it on social media. um, And yeah, we're excited. Okay, amazing. Well, that's all for today's podcast. Thank you so, so much for being on. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Um, And then anyone can subscribe and listen and follow at healthchefjuliet.com. Amazing. Thank you so much again. I love this. Thank you for being on. I really appreciate it.